And now moving on to a new section in John chapter one. So the first five verses are really focused on Jesus and his authority and who he is as both truly God and truly man. And now we transition into uh, a little bit of a different spot and we'll see the, the change here as we read uh, John, John 1 verse 6 through 8. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Or as we see there, we were first talking about Jesus and how Jesus is uh, the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word is the light, who gives life to all men. And now we jump in to the beginning of verse 6 here, and it says, There was a man sent from God. His name was John. And so it's very anticlimactic. It's a super big change where it goes from uh, really who Jesus is and all these big things about Jesus to really understate who John the Baptist is. So it really draws this big contrast between word, God, light to the man. He's a man. Not anything more than that. John the Baptist was just a baptizer out in the desert. He was just a man. Uh, he was a man, but not just any man. He was sent by God. He had a mission and a purpose, and he was sent out. And he had a name, just the name John. So verse 6 really is just highlighting the fact that there's a man. He's a man. He's sent by God. And he's got a name. His name's John. It's a very basic introduction. Uh, it covers who John is uh, and that he is definitely not Jesus. And so we know back in history there was a question when john was around if he was going to be the one to actually save the israelites um, and then it became very clear that he wasn't especially very clear once his head was cut off, cut off and he didn't rise from the dead uh, in contrast to jesus who was performing all these miracles was then killed on the cross three days later, rose again and was walking, talking, eating, drinking, going around, showing people that he rose in a physical body. And so that's a really big contrast here that we see as we're going in that John the Baptist is just a man, but not any man, like we said, that he sent on a mission from God. And then verse seven really highlights what that mission is. It says, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Uh, and so he came as a witness. So it's a humble introduction of this man who is then sent out as a witness, one who is showing, one who is telling, one who is there to proclaim uh, the coming of Jesus. We see that he was there on his mission before Jesus came on the scene to start his his mission there. And so it's that John is there proclaiming all of this. He is not the one who is the creator and the sustainer, um, but he is pointing all people 
to him. So he is to he is there to bear witness about the light. Verse 8 says, He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. Um, which is really just reiterating this fact that we continue to see in verse 6 and 7 that John was there to proclaim Jesus, to proclaim God's good news, uh, and to point people to the one that was coming, the one who would save, the one who did create, does sustain, and will provide the final spiritual life to those who would believe in him. And so it's a beautiful introduction as well to him, one that we would all love to have about us, that we are sent from God on a mission, that we are here to proclaim God's truth and to point people to God's light, to Jesus, that we are here to proclaim that there is a God, that we love him, that we serve him, that he is the all and only authority over everything, uh, and that we are deserving of his eternal wrath, and that we don't have to face that wrath alone, we don't have to face it by ourselves, but that there is one who can stand in our place, stand there and take that wrath, who can stand and be the sacrifice for us, step into our place, and that is the man, Jesus Christ. He can do that because he is not only the man, who faced temptation in all the ways that we do, but he is also God who perfectly overcame all temptation, all sin, overcame death when he was resurrected from the dead. Uh, and it is through him that we can have that eternal life. Uh, it's not anything that we do of our own accord. It's not anything we do of our own works. It is only through the work and the life of Jesus. And so what a beautiful introduction into John and what a beautiful introduction if it could ever be claimed about any of us that we are here to proclaim that truth about Jesus. Now we're here to point others to that, to show others, whether it's on the street plane with our friends, uh, whether it's at work, or at school, or out on the street while we're walking into a park, or the grocery store, or especially out at the abortion mill, where we are proclaiming this truth to mommies and daddies and doctors there. And so uh, I just like the contrast here, the great gloriousness of who Jesus is to the humble announcement of who John is and seeing how we definitely are not the great announcement of Jesus, but we are even more humble and lower than John and that we have such big shoes to fill and such big uh, proclamations to make and there is such joy in being able to make that proclamation because that light shone, shone into the darkness of our hearts and saved us. And so now we turn around and have nothing other to offer than to continue to proclaim that to others and to shine that light into the darkness of their hearts. So I hope this is an encouragement to you to tell others about Jesus and an encouragement to me to continue to proclaim that 
truth. Uh, and so with that, we now are wrapping up first or wrapping up John 1, 1 through 8. The announcement of Jesus and the announcement of John.